Let's all be good humans. I'm a good dude. You're you are a good, good dude. dude. We're the good dudes. We and good we're dudes. recording the good dude song right now. I like that song. Good morning, good dudes. <laughs> Hi, good dude. Hello. You're a good dude. You're a good dude. Pretty good dudes. Let's change the name of the show to, to the, the, good dudes. the good dudes. I like that because dude is one of those words too that can. It's not gender specific. You can I, call anybody a dude. I've uh, I have some people in my life that hate being referred to as a dude. From really, the female spectrum. I, I, don't, it does not bother me even remotely. I mean, it's like rage inciting. Really, don't call me dude. It's that's, just it's just one person. That's interesting. I um, it does not bother me at all. I I actually find it very endearing when. When a guy calls me dude, it means that we've like we're we're bros. You know, he trusts me on like bro level. That's the most California thing you've ever said. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> How rad is that? When a dude calls me bro, then I'm a dude, and then we're bros, dude. <laughs> I'm Misty, and I'm Ike. For the next fifteen minutes, we're gonna debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand, and I don't. We check the internet for the facts and ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox to Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Uh, oh, you're right, but uh, it's it's how I feel. Like when when a guy calls me dude, I'm like, okay, we've reached that point in our friendship. Well, dude, I'm one of the bros. Bro, do you want to keep talking about the Marvel Cinematic I do. Universe, the two-week extravaganza? The two-week extravaganza. I'm excited about today's. Awesome. Let's me... Hey, what episode is this? 82. 82. 82. Meow. Meow. 82 meow. So, everybody always thinks Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Movies. Movies. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Marvel TV shows today. Oh, the thing I know the least about. It's okay. I'll, I'll... Are they all on Netflix? No. No. They oh, that's not. right. That's right. That's right. They, um, uh, so uh, do you know anything about any of the Marvel TV shows? Have I you did, watched any of them? I watched Punisher. Okay. Good. I, um, oh, here's something interesting. I did not know that Legion was part of the, yeah. I worked on that. Really? Yeah. I did the season two promos for Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I watched a little bit of Luke Cage okay. uh, and Daredevil. Okay. Um, Any Jessica Jones? No, couldn't get into it because the girl was from Breaking Bad and I just couldn't shake it. Christian Ritter. Yeah. She's such a badass. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, I just wanted to start out by I was going to ask you what your favorite one was. Well, it'd have to be the Punisher then because that's the one I saw. All right. Mine is Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um, My Jessica Jones argument doesn't hold up, though, because uh, the guy from Punisher was from... um, Walking Dead. Yeah. Frank. It really doesn't. It's not Frank. But sometimes it's harder when you're watching somebody and you have this impression in your head of a role that they played to flip over. And sometimes it's just not. Yeah. It's weird. Like for me, I remember Kristen Ritter from Veronica Mars. Okay. The new so, one? No, the old one. I mean, she was in the new one, but yeah. she also was in the old one mm-hmm. when Veronica was in high school. And so... I, it, uh, by all rights, I should have in my head had the image of her as this like snotty teenage kid, and she could not be polar opposite that in Jessica Jones. Like she's so far the other direction. Right. Um. But I loved what they did with Jessica Jones. Um. I think it's very, <clears throat> it's very rare these days that 
to build a character that is a badass, but you also like there are points that you're like, I hate you. And then there are points that you feel sorry for that person. Mm-hmm. And then there are points that you love them. Like yeah. to, I think, I feel like they covered the entire spectrum of emotion with her character Yeah, because she was an alcoholic. She, uh, was an orphan. <laughs> She's a superhero, not by choice. Mm-hmm. by something awful that happened to her. And she's also a victim, a rape victim. And she, I mean, there's so many ends of the spectrum and she's really angry and mean. Sounds awesome. <laughs> and, but like you look <laughs> at all those things and I'm like, wow, you guys really like hit every single emotional boundary that you could play with a character. Yeah, I think they, I feel like they might have added one or two extra that's a lot. It was a lot. For a viewer to it's, deal with. It was. But at the same time, I just remember sitting there and being like, you can go through all of that and come out a badass still wanting to like fight for the right things and the good. Fight for your right to party, perhaps? Oh, she was fighting for a right to party. Yeah. It's hard to find uh, alcoholic orphans these days. It really is. <laughs> that's a good thing, I think. I don't know. But if we um, ever start a band, our next album will be is called al- Alcoholic Orphans. orphans. I think that's fair. Uh, what do you think the biggest Marvel TV show is? Do you think it's Agents, Agents of, of Shield? Shield? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, one that I was very disappointed that they canceled um, Agent Carter. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. I love Haley Atwell. Yeah, I think she plays the role so wonderfully and so gracefully, mm-hmm. and uh, her story is so important in that universe. That's right. You know, she was. Uh, member of like the British Secret Service and then came and worked for the US military and she was involved right. with uh-huh. all of the Howard Stark stuff and mm-hmm. turning Captain America into Captain America and falling in love with him. As one would. And him giving up his entire life to go and live his what should have been life with Peggy Carter. It's pretty romantic. It is. Romantic. Oh God, my heart. Captain Peggy Carter. Now we take a station identification break while Misty melts into the floor. <laughs> well, and what's funny too, and I'm sure that you will remember this, um, Peggy Carter, obviously in the Marvel film universe, passes away, and there is an agent that lives next door to Captain America. He doesn't know she's an agent. And it ends up being Peggy Carter's niece. <laughs> I thought Captain America went back in time to live his life over he again. He did. But I want to say it's Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, the blonde girl that used to be on Revenge. She's a character in the movie. She lives next door to him. Okay. What's her name? I'm going to IMDb it. I got to get a video. Uh, Emily Vanderkamp, maybe? Is that a real name? Or That's a real name. Yeah, I think it's Emily Vanderkamp. Camp with a K? I think. Mm-mm. I'll just uh, look up the movie. It's Civil War? Yeah. Here, let me... Uh... Well, while I'm on the Googs... Why Van don't... Camp. Emily Van Camp. Oh, man. How often do you think she heard Band Camp? Oh, Always. Oh, she's not in the top 20 cast members. She just comes in at the end, huh? Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. 
she's Sharon Carter. So they like find a way to bring the essence of Peggy back. The essence of Peggy back. It's amazing. <laughs> I thought it was a really cool spin. I'm things. bringing Peggy back. I mean, I think you're trying to sing Justin Timberlake. I but, was. Oh my God. Did you find her? No, there's hundreds of cast why, members. Why don't you just look up Emily Van Camp, V-A-N-C-A-M-P. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Sharon Carter. Yeah, she's cute. So she plays Peggy Carter's niece, and she is also an agent. Just like oh, just look at Auntie Peggy. Just like me. Just like Auntie Peggy. Yeah. So, you know, even though Peggy was old and passed on, they found a way to, like I said, bring back the essence of Peggy Carter. The essence. I think that's cool. If you had to keep your essence going, what would you do? You mean like pick somebody to <laughs> yeah. carry on to, my essence? To carry your essence around I've, in a bottle. I've always told you Emma Stone. <clears throat> Emma Stone okay. is the essence of, of Misty Roberts. I got you. She's, a, she's just a much younger version of me. Well... Today is a special day for you, then. Is it her birthday? Nope. We've invited her into the studio. Shut Emma, come on in. <laughs> Shut she up. just walks in. Sits First down. of all, I want to know how Emma Stone hasn't ended up in a Marvel movie yet. Well. She would be so great. Let's see. Like, her secret power would be sarcasm. That would be hilarious. She could just sarcasm somebody to death. She might be, like, too much of a leading lady to be... Really? Because there there were a lot of leading ladies. Scarlett Johansson. That's she's true. a giant leading That's lady. True. But I don't know if there's room for Scarlett and Emma. Oh, there is. Okay. There is. I mean, in the in the new Black Widow, Florence Pugh is sharing the screen with Scarlett Johansson. She's a pretty heavy hitter leading lady right now. Yeah. Black Widow's rumored to have Robert Downey Jr. in it. You know what? We'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. Okay. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> um, did you watch Runaways at all? I did. I think I caught the first episode. I loved it. Because I also felt like that was one of the first ones I watched that had kids in it. Yeah. That they were kid superheroes. The uh, It kind of threw me, though, because there was a movie in 2010 called The Runaways. Mm -hmm. And that was about uh, your girl and your other girl and your, her friend and that band. It's about the band The Runaways. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Runaways is not the same and it's about kid superheroes when they were casting the runaways yeah this chick that i was friends with was like i'm up for the lead in this new runaways movie and i'm like girl you haven't even been like the second lead in a film yet and then i saw the official casting i was like you didn't have a chance yeah anyway hopefully she's watching um okay this one's just diving off a hill, isn't it? I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, well, let me ask then. So you said you watched Punisher and you watched a little bit of Luke Cage, some Iron Fist. Did you watch The Defenders, which was the culmination of Luke Cage, Iron Fist, um, Jessica Jones? No, when they all got together? Yeah. No, I, I purposely skipped it because I was like, if I didn't watch all four of the individual shows, it'd be weird to watch okay. this collabby collab show. All right. So no Daredevil either. Uh, no, I watched the Daredevil film. Okay. What would you think of that? Um, ben Affleck did a pretty good job. Affleck. 
Um, and then the spinoff Affleck. with um, Jennifer Garner. Peppermint. Nope. No? Is that different? Um, like Firehawk. <laughs> this is where they're... You know what's funny is I laugh about that, but I bet there's a Firehawk somewhere in the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Firehawk. Electra. Oh, Electra. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever saw that. Um, the whole blind guy superhero thing with, uh, what's it called when you make a sound and... Um, it's what bats do, echolocating. Uh-huh. Um, there's a pretty awesome video of a blind dude riding a bike in a parking deck using echolocation. But I don't think you can echolocate <laughs> fast enough to fight crime. Okay. It's just it's um, hard it's just hard for me to believe. Well, this is kind of like that conversation we had yesterday about Stevie Wonder. Yeah. How you how when he's, you he's lose not blind a, at all? Well, yeah, how when you lose a sense your other senses heighten so much. Mm -hmm. So there, it's telling Isaac, there's this huge conspiracy theory out in the world that Stevie Wonder's not actually blind. He's not blind. And there's a, a bunch of videos of Stevie Wonder being able to do things that you shouldn't be able to do if you're blind. So like, he's sitting there playing piano and a bottle goes to fall off the piano and he grabs the bottle. Like, how would he know that was going to happen if he was blind? And... Obviously, the very easy explanation to that is that his senses are heightened and he can hear better mm -hmm. since he can't see <laughs> because you have to utilize those senses. So they're exercised more and so they're stronger. And it's amazing to me that people don't believe that. But isn't that kind of the same that echolocating that you have heightened senses? Yeah, but it's just like soup like hyper heightened maybe I, I think maybe i'm like uh scientifically analyzing this a little too hard but can't like do that in superhero that's man. true <laughs> i mean not everything can be as hyper realistically believable as batman having enough money to buy all the cool toys um there is the power a power of awesome as we call it yes there is a video uh, on the internet that says i know he can see lionel richie isn't convinced stevie wonder is blind and it's only a minute long. And I'm going to watch it after this episode. <laughs> I think you should. It's they're they're all pretty funny. Like yeah. because like I said, it's it's very easily explained. Do do the listeners at home know that I'm blind? Will you not ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I just call. No. Nope. Nope. That's a full nope. That's a full on <laughs> nope. All nope, the nope. Nope, nope. And now for the nope song. Nope, 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 And as long as it's not Friday. <laughs> no, I um, I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and for only one reason. Oh, I keep forgetting his name. Clark Gregg, Agent Coulson. Yeah, he was dead and then they brought him back to life. Right. Yeah. And because so in the movies, he has very few lines. Mm -hmm. Like he is just the he delivers those one liners. There's like one or two in every movie until he dies. And spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And they're always just like the highlight of the movie for me. So when I heard they were going to make an entire television series 
that centered around Agent Coulson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why didn't they call it Agent Coulson? Because it's all it's not just about Agent Coulson. It's about all of the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They should have called it all of the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Why can't they just call it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, I thought we were talking about Agent Carter. <laughs> no. Isn't that a separate show? One that we've already talked about on this episode. Right. Indeed. Ooh. Boy, we're going to need some coffee this morning. Yeah. I'm a little tired. Definitely. Hey, not all 83 episodes are going to be bangers in the streets, folks. They're really not. Sometimes you're just not going to know or I'm not going to know. Yeah. And there's no amount of internet that's going to fix that. Because we don't want to just sit here and read off the internet. That's right. Um, you know what's funny is the one Marvel show that you did watch, The Punisher, is yeah. one that I did not watch. Well, we got all the bases covered. We did. This slaps. All right, folks, we know it's Tuesday, but as long as it's not Friday, we will see you for more Marvel Madness tomorrow on Wednesday, episode 83. See you tomorrow. Bye, folks.